Jesus declares in the Sermon on the Mount that he has come not to abolish, but to fulfill the law and the prophets. But when you look at the rest of Scripture, you might wonder about that. How many disputes did he get into people with what the law really said about how one keeps the Sabbath? He seems to set some of the regulations aside. And when questioned about divorce, we all know his answer, which was startling. But he set aside the provisions that Moses had made to allow to give the grounds for divorce. So how can he say he came to fulfill the law and the prophets? I'll give you a few thoughts. One is that the word that's translated law, it's accurate. It reflects the Greek very well, but it doesn't do such a good job with the Hebrew. For them, Torah is the first five books of the scriptures. It is indeed filled with lots of prescriptions and commands and instructions, but it's so much more. Consider Genesis, primordial history, creation, fall, the flood, the history of four generations of the patriarchs, Exodus, the people in slavery, and Moses being raised up to deliver the people to be God's agent. Numbers, the wandering in the desert. There's a lot there, more than just do this and don't do that. Some wise person once said that in the beginning was the word and the word was no. (laughs) That's not even a small part of it. You see, Jesus did fulfill the law. Go back to the fall when God is sentencing the serpent. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between her seed and your seed, and he will bruise your head and you will strike at his heel. Who is he talking about but the Lord Jesus Christ? When God spoke to Abraham and said, I will bless all nations through you, who was he talking about? Jesus. Jesus fulfills that. When we go to Exodus in the first Passover, the lamb is sacrificed, the blood stops the angel of death. But Jesus doesn't just stop the angel of death with his blood. He is the lamb that destroys death. He fulfills the scriptures. We can move on into the former prophets. Even the word prophet, we always think of Ezekiel and Daniel and, and Isaiah and all those folks. The Jews considered the former prophets, which would be Joshua and Judges and uh, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings. Joshua, his Greek name is Jesus. Jesus, Joshua, led the people 
into the promised land. Who leads us into the promised land, the eternal kingdom? When God promised David that there would always be a descendant of his on the throne, it sure looked like that promise failed at the exile. But who is on the throne of David now? His kingdom will have no end, as Gabriel told Mary. Jesus is the fulfillment of Scripture. St. Jerome, one of the earliest and greatest Scripture scholars, a doctor of the church, said that Christ is hidden in the Old Covenant and revealed in the New Covenant. Time doesn't permit, but we could go through all of Scriptures. Jesus did that. Remember, after his resurrection, he chided those on the road to Emmaus, how slow you are to believe what the Scriptures said. And when he met with his disciples, he then opened the law, the prophets, and the Psalms and explained everything to them, how he was the fulfillment. Jesus did come to fulfill all of Scripture. He fulfilled it. He is fulfilling it today. And we await that final day when he comes again, when it will truly be totally fulfilled. Now, the good disciple, the faithful disciple, the great disciple is the one who studies and knows and lives according to the Scripture. We need the Scriptures now because we see in a mirror dimly. But when the eternal city comes down, the Scriptures will go away. We won't need them because we'll see him as he is. But in the meantime, take courage. Today, Scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing.